When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold Blooded, the Apollo Jim murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Erica Busarhaini with us. Works with the afterlife, grief, synchronicity, and beyond the grave communication. She examines how our deceased loved ones are often present, but they are invisible like the love and faith. And here's Erica back on Coast to Coast. Hello, Erica. Hello. It's such a great pleasure to come back. I always love uh, joining the show. I love to hear your voice. Uh, I love being up in the wee-wee hours of the night. (laughs) And we are looking forward to meeting you October 14th in Columbus, Ohio, at our live stage show event. Oh, yes. I look forward to having all of uh, Coast to Coast fans come on out. I will actually be doing reading so you can meet me in person and come and get a reading. And uh, I, I think it's just going to be a wonderful experience for everybody. You have such a great list of, of speakers, and it's going to be really fun because we get to dress up. And, oh, I can't wait. How are you going to handle 300 people in line for readings before the show? One at a time. <laughs> I look pr- forward to it. I love the challenge. Pretty fast, too. Yeah. The show has been delayed five hours because Eric is in the lobby doing readings, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I could see that happening, but you know, I'll be there the whole time. So, in in between breaks, you know, I'll be right outside, so y'all can definitely check me out. How did you get involved in being a psychic medium, Eric? Well, you know, I am like many. It's a genetic thing for me. It sometimes is passed down through heredity, and my mom, my grandmother, and a lot of other family members. Uh, have that intuition. They don't always work as psychics, um, you know, but I chose to do it as a profession. But I do believe that psychic intuition, everybody has it, and we use it every day, um, you know, without labeling it being a psychic or a medium. And what is the difference between psychic and medium? 
Well, you know, the easiest way to explain psychic and medium to people is the medium is I hear and talk to dead people. You know, the psychic basically reads the energy. You know, a lot of times psychic people will convey messages from spirit or from, you know, as a medium from time to time. You know, they might use divination tools like tarot. Uh, automatic writing, but with mediums, we're a little different. We we meet, we bridge with the spirit world, and that's where the term medium comes from, is we meet them in the middle, um, and we talk with the dead. They talk to us through telepathy, and they relay messages from heaven in the afterlife. And, you know, I strive to be an evidential medium, as many do, because we want to, we don't want to be vague. We want to have the who, what, when, where, how, and the names and all of that stuff that spirit passes on. But that's the simplest thing. I always say, psychics are psychics, mediums are born. Not everybody is a medium, um, but we definitely are just like Sixth Sense, the movie. We see and talk to dead people. <laughs> did you get help, assistance from people, or did you teach yourself? I did a little bit of both, George, but, you know, really, honestly, I, you know, checked out who who taught one of the top mentors at the time, very impressed with John Edwards, so I went and reached mm-hmm. out to Sandy Anastasi. Uh, she is one of the only, I think, you know, ones that he acknowledged at that time that taught him. You know, your your website, your show is full of information, so that's always been helpful for me. I remember looking at photos and just reading all kind of articles throughout the years, YouTube, books. Um, you know, I went hands-on. I went to workshops. I honestly think I obsessed about learning. So if it was out there, I probably looked at it, read it, uh, you know. But, yeah, find a mentor. Mentors have been very helpful for me along over the years. By dabbling in the psychic realm, Erica, is it dangerous for some? Do they open up a portal of evil? What What's it like? Well, you know, that's a struggle that I had. Um, you know, most people don't know that psychics can be Christian. You know, I, I believe in God. And so it was a very difficult step to kind of, you know, because society says, hey, this is wrong. This is anti-Christian or anti-religion. You're going to open some portal. The next thing you know, you're going to be possessed like all the movies. Um, you know, and so that was a fear for me. So what I did was I kind of just remembered that, I was born this way. I believe in God. I do believe that, you know, psychic intuition can have a research, a scientific background. So I just kind of took the leap of faith and prayed about it and asked God to to guide me. And here I am years later doing the same thing. But, yeah, there are many misconceptions about it being evil, um, and it just simply isn't. It's really more love than anything. Do you have a preference rather to be psychic or psychic medium? Well, uh, I do psychic reading, so that's the love relationship career, but I think I'm more known for mediumship, that connection to relaying messages from people that they that have lost, they've lost. But, you know, one of the things I also like to do is empower people, too, and let them know that they can see the signs from heaven, because signs are everywhere. Erica, what might be one of the most profound things that you've heard from the other side? That you can oh, let, let me say, there has just been crazy things. I attend, um, or I do a lot of um, ghost hunting events here in, in Pensacola where I live. And just recently, I mean, there's so many. Sometimes I just say, how could I make this up? But just one recently, I had a lady and her husband that were um, on the tour, 
And, you know, it was just such a wonderful experience because they come here to ghost hunt, and then the mom came through, and I said, you know, your mom is here talking to me, and she's showing me the water and dolphins, and she says that she loves you, and she was hard on you, and the lady just started to cry. And what I did not know um, after I relayed all those messages is they were in town to actually, mom had died recently, and they were in town only to place her cremation in the water. Um, and so it was just a healing thing because they hadn't had the best relationship. And we remarked, how did your mom bring you to Pensacola? Because I think she was from Ohio. I said, how did your mom bring you way to Pensacola, Florida, to meet this little chocolate medium to tell you this message? I said, you know, love is just, is, it just never dies, does it? And she really wanted you to be healed. And it was a wonderful moving experience for both of us. That's incredible. And uh, in terms of being a psychic, psychic medium, it seems like events that occur kick up more psychic abilities in people who never even knew they had. I'm going to use 9-11 as an example. So many people felt something weird, strange. Not everybody knew what was happening, but they felt different things. What is it about big events that makes so many people psychic? Well, honestly, I think it has a lot to do with the connection to their higher self. You know, I, I believe that there are a lot of uh, angels that walk among us and ascendant masters that kind of help out and pass information. So when a big, you know, event like that happens, and a lot of people die, unfortunately, you've got their loved ones, their ancestry going around, and they're just trying to help other people that might be left, you know, in the aftermath with answers and questions, you know, that they want. So let's say that angel goes to me in Pensacola or goes to you or, you know, another ancestor mm -hmm. family member goes to someone in New York. I just feel like they're there to heal. You know, that's one of the things that they're here on earth for, to help us walk each other home. So when you have a big event like that, you have a lot of helpers. You have a lot of help, spiritual helpers that are coming in masses to kind of help the aftermath, to heal, to spread love. So that's why I think a lot of people, and even going in that environment, you know, people that don't even know they're psychic, they're empathically picking up on some of the residual energies and the trauma that happened there. Well, it kind of alerts them automatically. And have you ever come across a situation that you felt uncomfortable with? Most definitely. I've, um, you know, I have worked, uh, you know, some crime scenes, and there has been a lot of times when I've been asked to go on a crime scene or a death, and sometimes it's a suicide or a homicide. And, you know, I relive the death. I'm, 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 the, I'm the victim. You know, I'm being stabbed. I'm being attacked. So there are times, yes, that I have been in situations empathically that have been very uncomfortable. Uh, Waverly uh, in Kentucky, you know, uh, mm -hmm. the TB clinic, I remembered going down the death chute, and it was just overwhelming, and you just feel all of the energy at one time, and, and I just burst out in tears. It was so overwhelming, you know, and it was a beautiful thing to be able to feel that, but such a sad trauma as well. Are you sensing or feeling anything now, Erica? You know, I don't really feel anything with you <laughs> at this particular time. Um, 
I don't. And, and I like to say that. That's important for psychics, too, and mediums. If you don't feel anything, say you don't feel anything. We get in trouble sure. trying to go with ego and being right. And, and that's a big, 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 big problem. So at this moment, I don't. But if something happens and I feel something later on throughout the show, I'll make sure I let you know, George. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i used to have so many men how this beguiling woman in her 50s she looked like a million bucks with zero qualifications she had a harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How does it come to you? In what form? Well, a lot of times I will see someone and they'll look very familiar to me. It's their their ancestors, their guides trying to get my attention. And oftentimes it's just that gut instinct that we feel, uh, you know, some, like we have a hunch. Or And for me, I'll get goosebumps when I'm around somebody. So I'll say, oh, gosh. 
some dead person is here right now. And so then I just start to hear them subtly talk to me and relay messages through clear audience. And then I start to start seeing things in mind's eye and sometimes in the air. Um, and then my clairvoyance starts. And then a lot of times it's just all the senses, the smell, the taste, the touch, all of that takes over. I am all of the clairs. So I am, you know, just basically bombarded with all this stimulant at one time. Erica Busahaney with us. Her websites are linked up at coasttocoastam.com. We're going to take calls with her next hour here, and she will, might as well tell you now, she's a psychic and a psychic medium, so she will take calls broadly about just about anything. It could be a missing person, a dead person. It could be yourself, a relationship, a job. What generally do people want to know, Erica? You know, I get a lot of people that uh, book appointments wanting to know if their loved one is okay. Um, it's not always just trauma death, but sometimes people are not able to say goodbye to the loved one. The loved um, one who the loved one who passed on, you mean? Yes, because like during COVID, you know, there was a lot of people that passed where they weren't able to say goodbye. So a lot of times family members will just want to know, hey, you know, can they hear me? Can they see me? Do they know I, do they know I love them, you know, and I needed to say this to them? Um, and then it's just mainly the ability to feel that they can have some sense of closure to understand where they are, that they're not that far away. Um, it's really a lot of my readings are mediumship, not necessarily love and relationship like most, most psychics. It's definitely, you know, where is my loved one? How are they? Those kind of questions. Now, this is a psychological question, but it might have some psychicness to it. Why are so many people acting so bizarre, whacked out, and strange these days? <laughs> that, that is a great question. I, I honestly think that there's a lot of spiritual change in the air because there's so many things going on in the world. Um, I have noticed that a lot of people are responding to the different stimuli, and a lot of people are having spiritual awakenings. You know, there are a lot of what I call, you know, people on earth trying to help us and assist us go home. And for some reason, because the world seems to be in such a chaotic state right now, there are all these people around just kind of saying, hey, help. And then there's also people that are dealing with, uh, I would say through empathy, they're dealing with the traumas of everything, and it's just overwhelming. So you're having a lot of people have mental breakdowns. Um, you know, I've, I've seen just some crazy things recently, um, spiritual attacks. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, it's not the world is ending like a lot of people might perceive. I just feel like there's so much trauma, so much hurting that there are helpers out there, and then there are also people that are feeding off of that negativity. You've talked about you've talked about some telltale signs from heaven that would let us know that uh, there's some things going on, like deja vu, synchronicity. What how, what are these? Well, um, so our loved ones often, our ancestry, they often give us several things to kind of let us know about signs from heaven. And so we'll see symbols, we'll feel things, we'll have, uh, you know, symbols. Symbols could be dragonflies, symbols could be God winks, synchronicities, chills, um, dreams, deja vu where you're going someplace and it looks familiar because maybe they had sent it to you in a dream. Maybe they had made it feel familiar because they needed you to know that you were in the right place. 
Um, a lot of times people will have very vivid dreams that are real, real dreams, real interactions. Um, sometimes people will have premonitions. So what I've found is that people's psychic ability will start in heightening if their loved one is trying to reach them because they're trying to honestly get them to tap into their own intuition and fire me, <laughs> you know, but definitely to, to empower them to look for the signs from heaven. But that's some of the signs. I have people tell me all the time, I walk around the house and I see pennies. Is that my loved one? Or a random feather will fly in the air. Is that my loved one? And I say, yeah, they're going to send you all kind of signs from heaven. Look for them. They're everywhere. Is it easy to train someone to become psychic? Yes, because primarily it's just get rid of, getting rid of the fear that society has that stops us from being psychic, and it's quieting the mind through meditation, um, it's praying, it's having the intent, and it's just not debunking everything that happens to you. It's recognizing those subtle signs of communication from spirit. And once you're able to quiet the mind, then spirit gives you a lot a lot of different signs. And sometimes there's so much, me and my friends say, are we just making that a sign? Are we just making... No, they're signs, and they happen like that. Um, so, yeah, it's very easy to te teach psychic development. It's very easy to teach you to be psychic. It's a little more difficult to teach a person uh, to have more mediumistic uh, connections. Where does intuition, Erica, fit into this? Well, intuition basically is, you know how we're born. We're born to feel, we're born to see, we're born to hear. Um, and, you know, we can touch too, especially if you use psychometry, which is like if you wanted to really connect with grandpa that passed, you could take a shirt of his and hold it through prayer and meditation. A lot of times flashes of information or intuition, ESP will come through. Um, oftentimes people taste things. They smell things. Smelling is very common. Claire, sentient is probably going to be the empathic feeling is the, the easiest one to relay. But oftentimes people will say, you know, I walk around and I smell cigarette smoke. Or I smell my husband's cologne. Is that him reaching out? Is that the budding of my intuition? Is that one of my intu intuitive gifts? And I say yes. But then to allow us to just feel our gut instinct is probably going to be the easiest form of intuition. I smell grandma's musty house, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I always say if they could just let me uh, smell and taste some, some different foods that I like, I probably wouldn't have to eat as much as I do. Now, you generally don't know the client when they come to you. You know, they give you their name, and that's about all you know, right? Yes, because, um, you know, I always tell people when you're preparing to, to get a reading, less is best. You really don't want to tell uh, them anything. I mean, that's why you're paying for a reading. Um, and so when people come to me, all I really get is the booking. They sit in front of me, and I don't want any information. And I will say, no, no, I can't hear that. No, I don't want to know that. Um, and I just basically use kind of like an automatic writing, and I just start writing things out, and messages start coming, and um, I just, you know, listen to what they say, and um, and then we keep moving on. And, and a lot of times there's just some incredible messages of love that come through. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. 
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.